This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Clap, 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 clap your hands and stomp your feet. You're listening. You're listening to the Clap Your Hands Podcast. Hosted by Elliot Shreparks and Jack Fritz. Like, well, my first claps there are much stronger than you. It shows that yeah. who's more ready for this podcast and who's not. I, I have think... semi-weak hands. I can see that. Yeah, I mean, I it's not that. surprising. I don't, <laughs> yeah, think I, I, don't... I don't think anybody that's ever met me has been like, wow, I thought you'd be... You know, I really thought you'd be... No, yeah, you, now, do I you thought you, just... you were 6'2". Do you have a strong handshake? No. Yeah, you have a bit of a dead fish. Not a dead fish. I have a, like a perfectly average normal handshake. Yeah, well... Like, not super strong. I don't think anyone shakes my hand and has an opinion. No on one shakes your hand and leaves and says, you know <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah. Impressive handshake. I have a thought on that handshake. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all just like, yeah, I shook Elliot's hand. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It happens. Uh, so welcome on. And it's a new episode of Clap Your Hands. Obviously, Jack Fritz, Elliot Shore Parks. Uh, as we are reacting to just two dynamic Sixers games. Yes. I mean, back-to-back, just exciting games. But there's some things to get into with them. Uh, Kelly Oubre on his way back back tomorrow and he talked, uh, he talked and we have new uh a new james harden story which everyone always loves yes. so uh we have really all... super i mean like i know we're gonna get into it but there will be investigations off of this interview like investigations into what like the nba uh into like, maury well we'll get into it yeah. <laughs> okay that's good uh but i, I want to start here elliot because um you know i am i am a man Cut who, that audio. <laughs> I, who uh, i will admit when i am wrong I, All right, where you I, going? Yeah. I don't love admitting to you, I know you when don't. I'm wrong yeah. because I don't want to – because I feel like you get like My a – My feet off that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And, and I think it puts an extra little bit of wind at your sails and you get <laughs> just, extra excited about it. say what you're about to say. I was wrong about the in-season tournament. Like I don't, I don't know why they care so much, but – the games have been freaking They're awesome. awesome, right? They're, They're awesome. They are good games. The player, like, and shout out to the players. Like, they didn't have to care about this. I mean, it's really only money, money, and going to Vegas. Why they're, why they're in? Yes, five hundred thousand right. dollars is pretty good. But when you put it in NBA terms, it's like, eh, you know, it is what it is. Not, right. It's not radio terms or podcast <laughs> terms. <laughs> yes, yes. Like if, if I had, if we had Al Duel every podcast here for five hundred thousand dollars to go to Vegas, I mean, we win that. Oh uh, yeah, because whatever it takes yes. at that point. Um, but I, I, I can't explain why they care so much, but. The, the product and the way these teams care. And, yeah, it's a lot of younger teams, like the Pacers and and, and whatnot. Um, but the way that they care, the way they've played, the games have been really competitive, and this has been a big win for the NBA. Wow. I just, you know, just wow. Just happy to hear that. I mean, here's what I was trying to say all along. So let me <laughs> yes, take yes, my victory yes. lap. <laughs> Get your victory lap it's out. Just, it's just fun. Like, it's for they're, – they're playing for something. And I know you're saying the $500,000 in Vegas and everything – but the NBA Cup, which I think they should rebrand it as. In-season tournament's fine for now, but the NBA Cup is what they should call it. The NBA Cup is a win because it creates compelling content and it creates big game atmosphere during a part of the season where the season takes a lull. Like, we're not at the beginning of the season anymore. You can even see it in the Sixers re- in, in the way the Sixers are discussed right now. The Sixers were a, were a topic for a little bit. Now they're just, they're not really a topic, right? So, like, with the NBA Cup and... I'm just so sad they're not in it. Like, imagine the Sixers in that game last oh. night. That that Indiana Boston game was insane. Imagine Maxi in those games and B. Like, Ubre would be back, so they'd probably be favorites to win it had they got through. Did they almost win the NBA Cup? No, no. no. Were they close to a title last year or an NBA Cup? A title last year. Okay, that's good. Um, but no, I think what you're seeing is that once more people start to accept it, it's just going to get even better. Like from the people that were in on the group stage to the people after last night, like. Tyrese Halliburton might have saved the NBA Cup. Like, what he did last night might have saved Adam Silver. Like, he deserves some type of award for that. And it's just going to happen more and more. Like, once they get to Vegas, people are going to be so into this. And as happy as I am to to have you on the side, like, it does just make me even sadder that the Sixers aren't in it. Yeah. They were so close. Like, they would just won that stupid Cavs game. They would have been, they would have been in. Or they would have beat, beat the Pacers, right? But yeah, but the Cavs game, they had the ball, game tied. Oh, Maxi blew the layup? Max, well, Embiid blew it before that. So, first. are we going to look back 10 years from now? 
And we're going to bring up the maxi, the maxi <laughs> blown <laughs> layup. layup. In the, yeah. in the <laughs> well, the Embiid miss was worse, but I just like, it makes me happy to see people buy it. Yeah. Well, like, the Twitter was all a buzz about it last night. And I also think like it gives players opportunities that haven't played in big games to play in big games. Like, well, the Pacers were on TNT last that's night. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's and, like, a big Ty- moment for them. Tyrese Halliburton. Real quick. Best Tyrese in basketball right now? Would you trade Joel Embiid for Tyrese Halliburton straight up? Well, I mean, if you're listening to Howard Eskin, they could have had him a couple years ago. Right. Uh, ben, ben Simmons yeah. for Halliburton. Correct. was yes. definitely on the table. <laughs> definitely man. on the table, no question about yeah. it. <laughs> Don't yeah. even question Despite me. Despite when <laughs> all the other people saying it was. Yeah, he had three yeah. sources on it, apparently. <laughs> yeah, okay. So. Yeah. Uh, no. You would not? I would not. Okay. I, I love Halliburton. I really do. And I love that Pacers team. I mean, I, I did. Now, if we're going to start digging victory laps here, yeah. we're not a victory lap podcast. We don't like to make well, things Let me guess ourselves. how many bets you placed on the... Uh... <laughs> Enough. And I yeah. and I didn't win one, but that's all right. Yeah. You know, we had a big Sunday. It's okay. Um, I did text you and James after we uh, game two, and I said the Pacers are my team this year. You I, did. I will watch every single game. You did. I do love that Pacers team. I would not trade Joel and be for Tyrese. You would Halliburton. not. So here'd be my argument for trading Joel for Tyrese. Super. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that in like a year from now, Tyrese Halliburton might be a top five player in the NBA. So, I mean, the dude's averaging like 27 points. He shoots a high percentage on high number of threes. He creates, I mean, I, don't, I think he's averaging like eight or nine assists, if not more. He plays the wing position. He's clutch. You saw last well, he's night. he's more of a guard. Than Whatever, a guard. but my point is he's not a center. Like he is. <laughs> no, he's not a center. He is a wing player. Like <laughs> yeah. he's a perimeter player, if that yeah. makes you happier. Yes, thank you. Um, Yeah. Uh, But I just like. I think Tyrese is on the way up. Like the Sixers wouldn't be as good right now if they had Tyrese Halliburton, but I think in two years they would, they would be better than they are now. Yeah, I just I still don't know how really great that Pacers team is. Like I, I think right now they're they're good because they're playing hard and they have like twelve guys they can play that right. are all competitive. I don't know if they can win a title. You know what I mean? I, and, and I still think jo- so. Joel, I think your chance with Tyrese Halliburton to win a title this year is smaller. But you still than it you is still need Joel another guy. Well, what about Maxi? You would have Maxi. I'm saying straight up, like you you put. Embiid for Halliburton straight up, and you keep everything the Sixers have. So you still have all the picks. You still have all the like tradable contracts. You still have Maxi. You still have Nurse. No. No? No. Cause Embiid's, Embiid's, Just because Embiid's better? That's well, he's, he's better, but he also, like, I mean, if we want to get these last couple games, like, without him, yeah. and I know you're adding in Tyrese Halliburton, and, and I totally respect <laughs> Right. Him, but I just think that Embiid still has so much gravity. Embiid is better. I, I know he's better. Yeah. But, like, how how – Close as that Pacers team to really win a title. They're not that close. Although they might win the NBA Cup. Right. So it counts as the same. But no, seriously, it's like, where would you put the Pacers in the East? Um. So Boston, Milwaukee, Milwaukee, Sixers, Sixers. Even though the even though for what's worth, like the Pacers did beat the Sixers in the NBA Cup, and they did beat the the Celtics in the NBA Cup. Yes. Uh, <laughs> they did. And all serious, and the, they dude, were trying really you, hard. Listen, you don't have to tell me. You don't have to tell me. I'm, I'm all paced for that. Uh, I would put them. I probably put them four, but I think then them the Sixers are very very close. Like I think I think if you, if they play a seven game series, I'm I think it's a toss up. Right, the Sixers so. and the Sixers and Pacers. Now at the same time, my big thing with the Sixers right now is that I need to see how they look when when Uber and Batum are playing like yes. again because when they were playing and they were all part of the team, the Sixers looked unbelievable. Well, I saw a stat today, um, and I apologize, I can't remember who tweeted it, um, but when. Um, Batum and Ubre on the court with the Sixers. They have the best plus minus in the uh, best net rating in the NBA, like plus twenty nine or net rating is your new one. Now That's... keep in mind it's been twenty two minutes, but still, still small sample size, Sm- big results. I would say yeah, very, 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 <laughs> yeah, very yeah. small sample size. But yeah, the end season tournament, like it's made the it's made the beginning of the season more interesting, which I'm glad. Yeah. And, and and as as someone who obviously bets a ton on the NBA, yeah. Like it makes it more competitive, so players are playing harder, so you have a better idea of of it's not going to be a blowout in the fourth quarter. Like that's one thing that sucks about betting on the NBA is like, oh, he gets to the third quarter, the stars will come out, they'll play likely until five minutes left in the third quarter if it's a blowout, and then they'll set the rest. Well, of the and game. that's why the point differential matters. Like I think that's why they did it. I think like in some ways, point differential is a silly way to decide who advances out of there, but I think it makes sense in this instance because the two things people hated the most about the NBA were like feeling players weren't trying and feeling like players weren't playing, right? Like they were sitting games. This solves both of it. The The players have played in the NBA Cup games and the players have tried at the end of games because they need the point differential. So I really do believe next year is going to be even bigger. I think next year people will anticipate it. Like when the regular season begins, I think people will say like, nice, two weeks till the NBA uh, the NBA Cup begins. But I guess my, my one thing on it is that I just don't know – I don't know if they're bringing in a, a new audience because of it. I think NBA fans like it because it's made the well, games more. Does the more... NBA 
need a new audience. Like, I guess you're always looking to add, but I don't know. But, but the but we know how the playoffs they bring in a new audience. True, I guess it's a more casual fan. Right, like they'll. they'll but I think next year that'll happen. But I, that's my one thing. I think it's been really good for pure NBA fans. That, but I don't know if like people that are the casual sports fans, like man, NBA Cup starts next week. Well, can't be, wait to get in. To be fair, a month ago you didn't even like it. Well. I guess what I'm saying is like you're you're a perfect example. Yeah, but I would watch anyway. That's my point. Well, no, but what I'm saying is like you're a huge you're a huge sports fan. You're a huge basketball fan. Big basketball guy. Big gambler. Yeah. And you thought you a month ago you didn't like it. Now you like it. So like it's it's a it's baby steps. Like it's going. I think that's what people are missing with the tournament. It's going to take time. Like you just have to give it time. It's not going to start right away and be the most important thing in the world or matter as much as a title. It's never going to be that it'll but, never matter as much as the title but yes no it will not but i do think there will reach a point where it really matters who wins it that's but but how, i guess the thing is still Look at how. the game last night i like, know but but it doesn't until it doesn't it, matter yet it doesn't matter yet <laughs> but it will matter well i take that back it matters now it just doesn't matter as much as it will one day okay the people that i'm can very see, curious to see how the 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 emotional equity that i think a, there will be banners like i i mean i'm gonna dude, tweet it when it's <laughs> Sixers race a banner what, what? for winning the NBA. I just I don't think that'd be a smart move. But we'll see. I, I I mean, maybe maybe how we'll see how big <laughs> a big of a deal this thing yes. turns into. Um, so here's my other takeaway off of the tournament, off of the Sixers and the Celtics. So it's a three prong take. You ready? The Celtics are not beating the Sixers in the playoffs. I saw everything I needed to see last night against Indiana and in that game on Friday night that they almost won. The Celtics have no heart. They have no dogs. The Sixers went into that game without Embiid, Maxi. I, I don't think Batum played. Like, Oubre wasn't there. And they almost beat him. And I know it's the NBA and it's one game mm-hmm. and all that stuff. But, like, they had Jason Tatum. They had Jalen Brown. And they almost lost that game. They didn't when, have uh, Zingad. Well, that, that's actually a positive for them, I think. Like, that actually increases my belief that when he plays, the Sixers will beat them. I don't think the Sixers have it in them to beat the Sixers. I don't think the Celtics have it in them to beat the Sixers if the Sixers are fully healthy. Like point, I, I would be stunned. the The Sixers just, I think they have the best player in the tour in the uh, the tournament in the in the series number one when they play. But like you can just see it. Like the Sixers have more guys and they try harder. They have a better coach. They have a better best player and they have better depth. Well, so they they try hard now, you know, and and but that's a game they could have caved in. Can I? Can I? I'm not going to be able to bank on Pat Bev scoring 26 and going right. three of five from three. I mean, that, right. that was also absurd. Um, but I, I think the like the biggest takeaway out of the last two games. So the 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 Pelicans game, they were getting boat raced. Yeah, that was a bad one. Um, and then they ended up making a close game late. I I don't bad most. I don't know if I need. It's, it is okay to wave the white flag at some points. Like it's okay. Don't tell Nick Sirianni. That. I know. Well, he's also wrong. <laughs> yeah. He doubled down on that. I, I, it's it's absurd. It's it's one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. Yeah. But whatever. Um, go Birds Pod. Yes, 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 yes. Clap your hands slash Go Birds Pod crossover. Um, but like the way that they have, the way they fought, and the way that they have really allowed their depth to show, that's the biggest difference between this this year's team and last yeah, year's team. Now, uh, like the one part about the Pelicans game that was shaking to my core a bit was without Embiid and Maxi's the guy. It, it left a lot to be desired. Look, if, if Embiid's not in the playoffs, they're not winning. Of course they're not. They're just not. Like, now look. Not. If they but, tra- but but the talk of the first week, month no, of yeah. the season was like, Maxie's now a top 20 player in bat, which he probably is. But, like, he's now ascending to superstar status. Right. And, like, you can get rid of Embiid because now Maxie's here. A team, That's just not the case. A team with Tyrese Maxie as their best player is probably not a legit playoff team. Like, yeah. Like, I think he could develop into it. But if Tyrese Maxie has to be your number one guy on offense – and look, earlier in the year, I thought that he was maybe the Sixers' best offensive player. I was obviously wrong about that. Like, Embiid is the Sixers' best offensive player. He is and, averaging over 30 points. Yeah, well, I just meant, yeah, yeah. The stats were, the stats were there. It was, it was an eye test thing. Yeah. Good. But um, I just, you can see Maxi without Embiid. He just can't do it. Like, yeah. he's, I think it's, I, in those games where Embiid doesn't play, I think Maxi looks small. Yeah. But for some reason, when Embiid's there, he doesn't look as small. That's good. That's good. That's <laughs> yeah. good. Maybe maybe your TV's uh, yeah. <laughs> bad picture. But no, if Embiid's not in the playoffs, clearly they're not winning anything. And now, definitely not in the NBA Cup. If he's not in the NBA Cup, agreed, they, they right. have no chance of winning it. Yeah. Although Maxi winning an NBA Cup feels... Well, it's the same thing, I yeah, guess. It's, it's, it's all part of the same thing. Um, but no, I agree. that The Pelicans game and the games Embiid haven't played this year, you can tell. Like yeah. Maxi, and, and that's why I kind of wish Maxi would have played against the Celtics, just to see it again. But Yeah. But we all can't get what we, what we wish for. <laughs> but the thing with Maxi right now is like he's played the most men's in basketball. And it's not even that close. Yeah, but I don't really care about that. Why? 
Because he's young and he's small. Yeah, and he should he's be able to run around. Yeah, he's only young for so year. Yeah, he's only young for so long. Well, yeah, so, I'll, get, I'll tell you what. He's young for at least the rest of the season. <laughs> yeah, but, like, but like, eventually those minutes are going to catch up to him. I guess. Like, but it's like, do we need like the Pelicans game annoyed me because like, do we need to like go all out to try to come back and beat the Pelicans? Like, I, just let him let him sit. That let him sit. Okay, that that I agree with you. But calm down. But I, I just I just smarter about like I don't. I don't care about basketball. I care about basketball right now, but like it just doesn't matter as much as it matters in April. Like yeah, I need I, him I, to be good to go for that. I agree with that, but like we're not talking about Embiid here. I know we're not talking about Embiid. I know he's young, but he's only gonna be young for so long. He's, he can't just <laughs> run him into the ground. Philosophical statement. Thank for you. This. Yes. You're only young for so long. You're only young for so long. Let me long. tell you. Live in the moment. So let me tell you something. Because you're getting older. Because you're almost approaching forty. Because yes. you're barreling towards forty. I was thinking it is crazy in four years. I'll be forty. Yeah. Like, it'll be weird. Yeah. Especially well, at least we're not James. <laughs> yeah. Well, not you. Not not James <laughs> right, Jackson. James Elton, Who I mean, yeah. James Jackson. I mean, is he, young. He's tough to be around right now. How old now. are you? 27? Yeah, see, that's nice. young still. So. Yeah, I know. And and the tough part about James Jackson right now is the cats are dead. <laughs> yeah, the sick. Yeah. You want to talk about this? You want to talk about a failure? You know? I mean, <laughs> the, the, the NBA cups one thing. Yeah. Not being able to finish in the top five of the first Big Five Classics. I mean. Yeah, it's rough. That's, all, that's really all I have to add. To all right, so let me give you a Big Five take. Ready? Super. I think they should do whatever this new tournament is, not at the Palestra. I mean, it was the Wells Fargo Center. Okay, good. It was, yeah, it was not. At Way to pay time. attention to good, the, good, to good. the. Your, your wish has come true already. That was a really was good. Correct, then. No, it was a really good take. It was Thank a really you. good Thank take. You. That was. Right, no, we needed that info. Well, here's the so, funny thing. Uh, why, like, here's the funny why thing. Why did you just? Why did you crack the mic in that instance and say <laughs> and give a take on something that didn't have anything to do with anything with the Big Five Classic because it was played <laughs> at the Wells Fargo Center? Okay, well, let me tell you why. Because <laughs> I did an entire conversation with James Seltzer about this, and neither of us knew it, and I thought he would know. So you're telling me this new Big Five tournament is at the Wells Fargo, not the It was at the Wells Fargo Center the whole time. All day Saturday. And it's going to be there next year. Hopefully. Okay, cool. Hopefully and I, I, it's a good job by them. Saturday, not 2 <laughs> it's a good job by It was by really well done. No, it was yeah. really well done. The point yeah, I'm making the, is... The, the Villanova just didn't the point show up. is you didn't watch it. No, no the, the, well, the point is the Palestra is done. And I think... That's if, not true. No, no, no. If the Palestra's finished, it's over? Yeah, if they're going to move on and make basketball relevant, college basketball and Philly relevant again, they need to move on from the Palestra. Where's your tradition? Where is, I don't where care is, about the Palestra anymore. Like the Palestra was fun in like the eighties or whatever. Like it's I'm over it now. I need Big Five basketball and this be played in modern hey, st- in modern venues. Hey, it was on camera, but it's a very disappointing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I'm just well, I've you, actually I'm, had this take for like three I know, years. I know you've been at that Palestra for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going back. Long. I'm just letting you. I'm letting you know. <laughs> the, Sixers the whole thing was at the Wells Fargo. No, so. and that and I'm I'm happy. Look, ready? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Bigger win, bigger win. The Big Five Classic or the uh, NBA Cup. NBA Cup. Both at the Wells Both at the Wells Fargo. St. Joe's already has a banner up for the Big Five. By the way, sure. it's, it's their biggest win since 04. Oh, 100%. Here's another take if we're just going to completely go off the rails. Like, no Villanova banners at the Wells Fargo. There are, there are three of them. Yeah, no, I'm saying I don't want them there. Like, there are, I mean, put them in the pavilion. Yeah, but exactly. They are, they're put, also in the pavilion, but, but well, they're yeah. in the Wells Fargo. I don't think they belong there. Well, like, it's not their our home. Our parade went down Broadway. Our parade went down Yeah, but how many? That's fine. You can have the parade there, but it's not the home stadium. Yeah. No, I agree with Elliot. Like the NBA, the Wells Fargo but, Center is not Villanova. How do we when, get here? When, when the Sixers win the NBA Cup, that deserves a banner more than any Villanova accomplishment. <laughs> what about what well, about when concerts? It, when it happens, we'll, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll have yeah. that discussion. One. All right, what'll happen first? What'll happen? You got to make the, the what, stage. What'll happen next? Villanova wins something of substance, or the Sixers win the NBA Cup? Villanova's gonna. The Sixers win the NBA Cup. <laughs> enough, enough. Nova's dead. Everyone I'm knows that. This. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not putting any. Temple made. <laughs> not putting my word down on either one. <laughs> Listen, go Huskies per yeah. usual. Um. Good, good. Who are the Huskies? Bloomberg. Bloomsburg, Bloomsburg, yes. It's not okay. Bloomberg. Thank you. That's what division are they? Division two. Okay. Yeah. But we want to have a PSAC Cup. If, <laughs> nice. You nice. want to talk about saving the sport? Nice. Um. Yeah. No. The uh the Big Five Classic was at the at Wells Fargo. I'm and, happy for yeah, him. Yeah. I've actually. Yeah. I don't know a lot of people. I've never been to the Palestra. So I, I was only there once, and it was. When, Were you covering something? Or you, yeah, you actually, I actually covered LeBron, Dwayne Wade, and I, and someone else was there. They had, did like a. Battle of I ninety five basketball game. I actually made a mixtape off of it with like songs and edited videos. We'll have to find it. I'm that's, sure it's still up on the internet. That's so bad. Yeah, no, it was good. It, Why was, it was a great video. A Battle of I ninety five and what? I think it was like during the M- the NBA strike or something like that. Uh, it was like they toured around and played a bunch of games. Well, that was when like Katie and LeBron were playing football. Yeah, is there a thing about <laughs> yeah, it? it was around those times as well. <laughs> Looks like yeah. they were looking for content. Yeah, I'm fine with those being played at the Palestra. But if college basketball wants to matter again, the Palestra cannot be involved. 
<laughs> Super. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Um. So so back to your overall point. You know, we we talked about Maxi, and I I say they need to be smarter about him. Um. I get. I look. I get your point that they have to be s- smart with the minutes. I'm just saying, like Maxi. He's a young kid, people, and yes. I and I get it. And he's spry. Right. And he, he moves well, and I get it. But that only lasts for so long. And it's maybe not the end of the world for him to get a ton like reps without Embiid. Sure, but like, for what? Well, for, for the when, fact that Embiid probably is going to miss a playoff game. Well, I mean, not go wood, but let's be real. Has he, has he ever played in all the playoff games? I guess the year they got swept against the Celtics. Well, I played it on. Uh, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. He, he missed, missed, um, missed one of those He missed games. two. Yeah, two. Well, listen, he's got to figure it out. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, but uh, I don't think the Celtics are invincible. Back to your yes, overall, yeah. overall point. Like the, the, Sixers, the Sixers' depth has been impressive. I think Marcus Moore is starting to like get back to being. He's kind, the, he's kind, of, a, kind of a bucket boy. I love, dude, I you know me. I, I wanted Marcus Morris. I was worried because he looked cooked the yeah. first three games. But he'll he'll shoot so it. You want to know how old I am? You ready? You, my, cover, I, you cover Marcus Morris at the palestra? I wa- no. I watched Marcus Morris play against my high school team in high school at the Wells Fargo. Nice. So this must have been 15 well, first years off, ago. It was definitely not the Wells Fargo Center when you were there. It's well, probably, whatever. The stadium. It was probably the first Union Center, if I had to guess. <laughs> or Wachovia. Maybe Wachovia. Wachovia yeah. was like 04. Were you in high school in 04? I think I graduated high school in 06. Okay, so it's probably Wachovia. Yeah. Yeah. So nice. I remember the Morris Twins played against Yeah, they're, they're awesome. That was back when Twins were big in college basketball. <laughs> yeah, that was when, when Twins were a thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, because they went uh, went the, the Lope- Lope- yeah, Lopez, Lopez brothers, Twins into Morris the Morris Twins. Twins. Yeah. And then, I don't know. I've... There's got to be Twins in there. What about... um? Well, there was the, uh, the Martin Twins. They were on, yes, they were on, they were on Nevada. Yeah, those Twins. Um, so, yeah, it's just like the, the Sixers depth, it's impressive. But it's, it's uh, yeah, we just keep. Someone's got to keep this on track. I mean, you want to keep, you want to keep ranting about from, the palestra from the palestra to twins. Yes, to, let's talk about Maxi's minutes. Let's get back to the second yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you talk back about, to the important things. Yeah, yeah, Maxi yeah. played about eight too many minutes against the against the Pelicans. Give up, just quit. It's, it's more. It's more than like he does not need to play that much. Um, yeah, it's just like they 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 have more depth, but like I just I need to see. I need to see, and I just don't trust Embiid in a Sixers Celtics series before I can listen to your takes about how they're. Why don't you trust Embiid in a Sixers? Because he never does it. He had one of his best playoff series against the Celtics when they got swept. (laughs) He did. He averaged like thirty-four points. Are are you talking about the the NC? Are you talking about the The bubble? uh, The The bubble. bubble. Which matters more, the NBA Cup or the or the or the bubble tourney? I think if we're being honest, it's the bubble tournament. It's of course it's, it's yeah. the bubble. For now, for now. Yeah, but don't let the end season tournament heat up. But but what what like <laughs> try to bring it back. Do you agree with me that the Celtics just don't have just don't have it? Of course not. Yeah. But Drew, I, Drew might be cooked, by the way. Like the Sixers might have dodged a bullet on that. The Sixers keep dodging bullets with the with Seriously. <laughs> with like not doing the maxi thing. Until like, the never playoffs mo- come and then, and then it's like, oh <laughs> yeah, bleep, yeah. here we go again. Yeah. Um firing line. Yeah, I just uh it, it, until I see Embiid look the part against the Celtics. I can't get to where you are of that. There's no chance they beat him in a playoff series. It matters. But Embiid's looked the part against the Celtics this year. I know you're not, not saying No, it didn't. Not, in not, the first game? I thought the first game. What about the second game? Not well, so much in the second game. <laughs> he didn't play in the third game. <laughs> well, <laughs> so the first game also hit some BS turnaround jumper from like 24 feet. It's fair. That's like, that's likely not going to be hit regardless. Um, Tobias Harris. Yeah, okay. So it's I, good to have him back. This is my strongest take I have besides the palestra. Yes. Um, I it's time to trade Tobias. It's time. It's time. It is time. It is what's well, like the line. What, what, what is today? This is December fifth. <laughs> yeah. December fifth. December fifth. Yeah. It's time. So, it's time. It's first it's off, time. it's been time, but okay. No, why but like, why right now do they have to trade Tobias Harris? Dude. Can they trade him right now? I here's here's what I'm saying. I think we focus way too much on the Harden trade package and not the fact that Toby's the actual trade package. I would rather have Covington, Batum, and Morris on the roster than Toby. Well Toby's just he's just Toby. I mean like they But he's just Toby like in that Celtics game, there's no Embiid, there's no Maxi. It's like now's your time. Like go out and prove that you're worth the thirty nine million dollars and like carry the team. He had fourteen points. He can't do it. So I looked some stats up. He can't do it. He's he does not have the juice. So he had fourteen points versus Boston, like I said. He you want to guess how many points he's averaging over the last five games? Uh, I would guess like 12 and a half. 13. On 12 shots. Yeah. yeah. No, I know. And his, like, his three-point shooting's completely cratered. I, 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 the aggressive Toby's gone. Now, the funny thing is I wrote a list of guys to trade him for, and they're all considerably better than Toby. So I don't know. All right, what, the, was, I don't know what was your list? Okay. All right. You'll start with Zach Levine. Yes or sure. no? Sure. 
Straight uh, up. Straight up. Now, wait, let me, cuff it. let me preface it with this. I don't want people coming and be like, well, it doesn't work. Like, I'm just an idea guy. Maury, good, yeah. Maury can work out the finances. These are players. That so make, it's a good way to preface it. It's like, don't. Don't worry about the the, the, the particulars. Yeah, yeah, they'll figure it out. Listen, make the salary cap I, work. I, I mean, this might this might backfire, but uh, let's just get this out of the way, okay? okay. We're not here for the particulars. Okay, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. you can listen to another Sixers. I'm podcast. an idea man. Yeah, if you yeah. if you want to listen to the particulars about zone defense, yeah, backdoor right. cuts, cap restrictions, cap, whatever. Yeah. we are idea yes. men. I'm a bucket boy. <laughs> Not a cap guy. I'm a bucket boy. Oh, but for the Eagles, you're a cap guy. Well, yeah, because that's because I could, I could definitely run an NFL team. All right. So straight up. You haven't yeah. tweeted that one yet, by the way. I haven't. I feel no. like I must have. You've tweeted that you could run an NFL franchise? Maybe. I don't know. I'll look it up. All right. After the show. Well, let me tell you, Niners fans are having a lot of fun with my tweets. Right oh, what did you, you tweet? I tweeted that uh, the Niners aren't real contenders. Or no, I, I tweeted they're the fakest contenders I've ever seen. This was before the season. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. I was going to say, because after that game on Sunday. No, 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 I would no, 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 no. They're retweeting disagree. a lot of my old stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Niners are better than the Eagles. <laughs> um, all right. So, yes or no. I'll say the names and their salary. You give me yes or no. Okay. Straight up for Toby. Zach Levine. No. Are you kidding me? What? For Toby? I don't care. <laughs> Why? Because Dude, we just said how when... <laughs> <laughs> you all right over there? Yeah, I'm good. Okay, yeah. all right. <laughs> no. Like, why? 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 Because, because, because I, I know that Toby can just exist on a basketball court and like not really Except, kill you. Okay. Levine can go out there and do his Zach Levine nonsense and shoot. Do you they win the Celtics game. game if they have Levine? Which Celtics game? The one on With Friday the, night? Yeah. Who? Freaking cares. I mean, <laughs> well, when they're playing, when they lose a tiebreaker, you'll care then. So. <laughs> tiebreaker in season tournament. Uh, I, 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 I look forward to the day that Zach Levine's a sixer because it's going to happen because everything that I hate. I actually don't think it's going to happen. No, I, dude, you don't, you, you <laughs> clearly, point, you clearly yeah. do not know me well That's enough. A good point. You do not, yeah. everything that I don't like happens, ends up happening. So I look forward to Zach Levine, but no, I would not trade Toby okay. for him. So I definitely would. Um, and but I will say I do not think the Sixers want Zach Levine. That's my read on the situation. Sourced? No. Elliot. <laughs> Elliot Woj? No. Sourced? Yeah. Wow. Wojnowski. Okay. Yeah. All right. Clay Thompson expiring contract. Yes. All right. Why? Because, like, he can still shoot the basketball yeah. at a high level, and I mean, I I think he's definitely trying towards being cooked but like i think he's already cooked but i think he could stand there to your point you can just stand there yeah. and shoot the and basketball I, I think he would be actually so i can never get a read if clay is like a good veteran presence or like if he would come in here and be a little bit of like a disruptor well i don't think he, i don't Disrupt think he has a sixers winning culture yeah the big winning culture <laughs> that they have I, I just don't know if he has the i think he's very comfortable being clay thompson i don't know if he has like um you know I'm here to mess things up. So I think the worry would be, I think he would come to the Sixers and be like, chalk this. Like he would get there and be like, like this is their facade. I just, I think he would maybe be upset if he got here and he seems like someone that would pack it in. And I don't think the, I don't, I think the Warriors respect him too much to be like, yeah, you're out of here. Like, I don't think they trade him against his wishes. I guess it'd be very like kind of cold blooded. Do you think the Bulls or the Warriors would take Toby for these deals? Uh, I do not think the Warriors would. Uh, Bulls maybe just to get off from Levine and they have yeah. Toby for the rest of the year. I wonder if no one wants Levine. Wonder why that would be. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Okay. All right. Next one. Pascal Siakam. Uh, yeah. I think I would too. I think he's probably the better Toby. Yeah. Except he gets a little, I, there's nothing that drives me more crazy that when basketball players just drive to the rim without looking around to yeah. find the open shooter. He's big on that. Mostly because I have someone else on the team that I need to shoot the basketball. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. I don't have Pascal Siakam. Yes. Or J like I never bet on Pascal, Jalen Brown, Sabonis. Like They're those. No, because they, cause they, they just never move the basketball. Yeah. I can't stand them. Um, well, maybe just don't bet their like assists. But it's not them. It's, it's, it's I bet the other players on the team. Uh, and then okay. they just. Well, maybe you should bet on them. But then the odds aren't great. Uh, okay. I'm an oddsman. <laughs> well, you're losing currently. I'm so not currently losing. Seems, well, I'm saying on if, when you bet on players around Siakam. But I still would take Siakam. Okay. I think I would too. I also think a benefit of trading Toby is he's like a little bit of the last bit of like playoff stink on this team. Like Embiid is the ultimate one, but you're not trading Embiid mm -hmm. unless 
the Pacers call. <laughs> but but like I think Toby's the last one where it's like you get him off and then you really have kind of exercised all the playoff demons. Um, all right. Well, until the playoffs start again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until there's new ones. <laughs> until Marcus Morris is starting <laughs> yeah, game exactly. three against the Celtics. Yeah. Um, all right. I don't think the Pelicans would do this one, but I've long had my eyes on this guy. CJ McCollum. Yeah. Yeah, me course. too. I wonder if I wonder if Ingram's available. That's the other one I'd written down, but I just put a bunch of question marks. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I would do it. I mean, Ingram's Ingram's very very interesting. So, do you think the Pelicans are going to be sellers this year? I looked at they, they're not like that good. Dude, the Pelicans? No, nah, but they're good. They're like in seventh know. in the West or something. I, like I that. watched them last night. I watched the whole game against the Kings last night. Yeah, they're good. Uh, when because like when they're all there, they're good. They're one of those teams that like they're a fake team. They could go. They're like the Nets. They're like the worst version of the Nets. But they, they, better, had, like, they have better stars. Like they have, no, I'm saying when they had like Durant, Harden, and Kyrie. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Their their big three is not exactly the most <laughs> enticing big three. <laughs> no, but but individually, I like them all. No, I know, I know. They're like if the Sixers need. Yeah, they have interesting depth pieces. They have the stars. Ingram, I don't know what's what's his contract. So of course I didn't write it down because I was like, there's no way you're gonna think it's possible. But I think he had. I'll look it up right now. I, don't know, I saw some tweet this morning that was like about Ingram maybe being. I mean, dude, Possibly I would able. trade. Would you, I would, trade, would, you trade, would you trade Toby for Zion? So I wouldn't prior. <laughs> so, okay, Ingram has one year left on his deal after this. All right. And then he's an unrestricted free agent. That's interesting. Um, Ingram is someone I've long loved because I said I would take uh, him over Ben Simmons. Right, and no one brings that up. No they one only bring up, up Von Lane. They only bring up my Von Lane and B tweet. Yeah, my exactly Ingram right. Ben Simmons tweet. Um, I would trade Toby for Zion. Yeah. I still wouldn't. <sighs> I still wouldn't. I don't know, man. I know his contract's bad, but like, yeah, you're probably right. Just, just like I think his contract could be the in two years he could be either like wow everyone was wrong and he's really good or he's like John Wall, where like the contract is like he's basically not in the league because of the contract. <laughs> yeah, I just think with Toby, it's like he can just go stand in the corner and almost not. Yeah, but I'm sick of that. Like, I know, he just, I know, but he also can't like I, Zion. I don't know. Do they win the Celtics game with Zion? <laughs> Why are you so harped? Because it's such a good example of how Toby Friday. can't do it. First of all, it was a big of game. You like can't you do keep it. Like, it was. It, I know Embiid Maxi didn't play, but it was a big game. Um, all right, of of Zion, CJ, and Brandon Ingram, if you could pick one, who would you pick? Ingram. I think I'd pick Ingram too. Although uh, CJ McCollum, I don't know, man. Like next to Maxi, it might be pretty nice. Yeah, but it's also, I mean, who are they stopping? Well, you know, I don't care about. That I know, yeah. Defense doesn't yeah. matter until um, the, until the playoffs. Yeah, I think Brandon Ingram's probably the move. All right, next one. John Morant. Sure, of course. Yeah? Yeah. I'd, okay. still t- I'd still take the chance. I think I would, too. But <laughs> I'd be a little I don't think the, I don't it. think the Grizzlies want to do it. But No, I agree. Um, Gordon Hayward. No. Okay. Just Calms. wondering. I mean, for what it's worth, he averages basically what Toby does. I know. But yeah. No. He isn't expiring as well. Yeah. He'd kind of be like literally Toby for Toby. Yeah, except he's a better scorer. I guess. Wait. I don't think he scores that much anymore. Yeah, but he like fourteen points. I still got a, a very pretty. <laughs> yeah, okay, you just, just trust you on this yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a pretty, <laughs> should, should try, Yeah, trust me, bro. Yeah, Gordon, oh, wow. Gordon Hayward's a bucket. Yeah. <laughs> the source, yeah, yeah. Oh, My oh. source is the out on Levine. Exactly. Here's his Gordon Hayward can score. <laughs> exactly. Levine, bad type of score. Gordon Hayward, oh, efficient God. score. Okay. Um, well, nobody else says Lamelo. I mean, Lamelo dominates the basketball. True. So I would not trade to it for Lamelo either. By the way. Oh God. <laughs> this is just dynamite basketball yeah, conversation. This is, this is out of control. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Wait, what? What's the next one? He got cooked up there. <laughs> Demar Derozan. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I would too. <laughs> um, it's good. Thanks. Is that it? Yeah. Well, hold on. No, I got one more. Andrew Wiggins. I think that's an interesting one. Uh, Toby for Wiggins is interesting. I think it makes sense for both teams in a way. The Warriors seem sick of him. He's just been weird this year. It's like he'll have his 30-point right. game, and then he'll have like – but he's kind of like Toby. Like They both have this – Also friends with Embiid. Kansas days. Yeah. The one you didn't have on there that I think is egregious is obviously you don't watch many Pistons games, but <laughs> okay. Bogdanovich. I mean oh, – I'm just, I'm just a little – awesome. I'm a little over him. He's awesome. Yeah, I guess I'd probably do it. But I feel like it's been rumored for, I don't know. Toby back in Detroit just is so fitting. Well, Toby belongs in Detroit. Yeah, well, they've lost, what, 15 straight? Yeah. Uh, he, he's played for the Pistons, I think. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, come on, man. Toby's do you think you could name every team he's played for? Uh, Nets, Magic, Bucks, Pistons. I don't think he was on the Nets. 
Yeah, he was. You sure uh, about that? No, I'm not sure about that. I think he would. I no think shot, he's right? been on. I think. I think I saw a Photoshop once. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hope you enjoy Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think that. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. It was definitely Detroit, Bucks. L.A., Milwaukee, Orlando, Orlando Sixers. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I think. Did that. I say Clippers? Yeah. Okay. I said L.A. So five. Oh yeah, five teams. <laughs> pretty crazy. Yeah. What's it? What's it, what a remarkable career! Yeah, yeah, yeah. How far is he from Hall of Fame? <laughs> you can't even see. You can't even drive there. That's, that's how far away. If Tobias Harris was in the NFL, he would be like his. Nah, we'd be Kirk Cousins. He would be like Philip Rivers. No, 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 no. no, no. no. Philip Rivers is a Hall of Famer, but he's a compiler. I know he's a compiler. Toby, I guess, isn't really a compiler. What, what is what is Tobias? What is Tobias? <laughs> money. Yeah, he's a lot of money. What's the the Andrew Brandt thing like the financial oh the, the Hall yeah of the fame. financial yeah. Hall of Fame and Sam Bradford. Yeah. Um. All right. So is that all your Toby trade yeah. packages? I'm out on Toby. It's time to trade him. It's time. Sure. And I, I and I here's my other. I'm main. curious to see what they can do with the deadline for because they probably have to wait till then because they got to wait till some of these contracts right. can move over so that they have that kind of cap space open. But I, now, but the, the, I think the thing that's changed in the top Tobias discussion is that like there was a talk of like if, if, do you keep him because he's playing well and like the right. Sixers are playing and well and that's done now yeah so of course it's, it's, it's gone it's gone um i would final statement i would much rather trade tobias than covington and though like i'm firmly in that camp i do not want to wake up one day and hear they traded like batum covington and two picks for somebody like well, i want it to be toby batum is untouchable We're, yes i, I know seriousness i think batum and covington are like Key pieces of this team. Yeah. Well, Covington just for the vibes, but but he had, he had like a bunch of pass deflections. A, uh, well, Again, don't I'm care. Well aware. Well aware. I pick and choose when I care about. No, I know things. you're yeah. very good at picking and choosing. Thank Speaking you. of Batum, uh, like him missing the last couple of games, obviously kind of or his last game, I guess, kind of hurts right. them. Kelly Oubre back back tomorrow, uh, and and look, I'm very very curious to see this team with Oubre back because they were they were really good when he was playing and, so, and and you know things are going really well. If he comes back and gets right back to like 16 game score, he's aggressive. He looks like a steal of a of a contract. It'd be awesome because it, it just it changes the you know kind of the ceiling of this team. First, like it's crazy how it's gone from thinking he was maybe out for the year. So now he's well. Playing. The first report was significant amount of time, right? And but, you know, you were thinking like February or whatever. So it's awesome. Excuse me. It's awesome that he's back. Number one, way sooner. I'm a little worried or like I'll have like a sigh of relief when I see him come back and be the same guy. I feel like he was playing a little over his head. It felt like he was like riding the momentum of playing good. His confidence was at an all time high. I'm a little worried he'll come back and struggle and like maybe not get back to what well, he give was. Him, so I, give I think him five games, Mr. No, no, no. I think I need like a first game on back. Game. No, I'm worried if he struggles for two or three games, like that'll kind of be it. <laughs> it's over yeah. if he comes out a I little just think, slow I think a lot of Ubre early on was like vibes like it was like he came out he was playing awesome like this, the team was great like Ubre like and then unfortunately he got hit by a car <laughs> and like you know I, I'm just a little worried that he's going to come back and not play as well Oh, as someone that's currently dealing with a rib injury <laughs> well I was going to say the second most painful rib injury in the city dude, still kills by the way dude I got have you told this story on the pod no, because we have, we record once a week now. Yeah, so, <laughs> once every two weeks. So only when the only when the pots are high yeah, around yeah, the team yeah. are we. We well, are not again for as much as we're looking to get out of the Sixers foxhole. We're not foxhole guys yeah, when it yeah, comes yeah, to exactly. this podcast. Why don't you tell everybody about your rib injury? <laughs> so it by, does it hurt to laugh? So I by a car. No. no, okay. no. no I uh, no. I was playing in a Thanksgiving Day football game, and I was the victim. Of a big foot. <laughs> and he was running across the middle. I was, I was like a deer in headlights. I didn't see it coming. And my, my cousin-in-law went low and, and hit me right in the ribs. The funniest part about this is the amount of time you bring this up off the pot. I know. Like you said to Ike Reese, who played in the NFL, you're like, you've never experienced such pain. Yep. 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 So, so yeah, I, I, I doesn't know what I'm going through right now. No, I don't think anyone can understand. Well, he, well, when he played, he had pads. <laughs> I had, I had no pads. Oh my god. I know. So I stayed in the game though. I, I battled my way through it. Jesus Christ. And we, uh, and it still hurts to this day. So <laughs> it's been like three weeks, dude. Dude, first off, two and a half, and uh, I can't sleep on my left side. But I do think. It's, <laughs> 
<laughs> I do think it's getting better. <laughs> Watching, thinking about you laying in bed, unable to lay on your left side is amazing. I can. I, I lay out like multiple times, like. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so me and me and me and Kelly Oubre, uh on his way back tomorrow. Hopefully he comes out. You, you apparently need him to go score thirty in the I first mean, game, no, or like the season's over. In all seriousness, you are so fickle. And then the, to keep with the tone of the pod, in all seriousness, like don't you think that he needs to have a good game to like get his confidence? Back? <laughs> no, no, I don't. I think, I think I don't expect him to come back and just be Kelly Oubre again, dude. I think pe- people are gonna think we're like high on. This <laughs> I know. Pod. I know. Like, I know it's just been funny. Yeah, yeah um, I was to say like I just I hope he comes back. Well, because we're trying to talk serious about the Sixers, but it's so hard right now because like they play two pointless games. And, <laughs> yeah, and, and well, and, it's so funny. And you want to fight about the palestra? Oh yeah, the speak of speaking of jokes, but um, especially <laughs> because <laughs> uh, <laughs> they they played like eight games in the first eleven days. Dude, they played like I I I know they played Friday, but I was like we had people over. I just the Pelicans game was impo- like almost impossible to watch. Like, I agree. They were down like 83-59 at one point, and I was like, ah, whatever. And then they it's start a little coming- bit like the Sixers don't exist. Yeah, yeah. Well, and after uh, being and- such a big part of my life for the first well, like, there's three just weeks. such well because now there's panic in the streets about the about the Eagles. Right. People like almost forget the Sixers. Rightfully exist. so. Yeah. Um, two one five. Two, two one five. Uh, James Harden spoke again. He did. Very exciting. So, I think like. I get he's not on the team anymore, so people aren't going to get as worked up about it. But here's my two main takeaways from the interview. One, the Rockets obviously tampered with James Harden. Of course. And they he said it. He admitted it in the article. He said his agent met with the head coach of the Rockets. There was never a point where his agent was allowed to meet with the Rockets. He was under contract with the Sixers. He opted in and remained under contract with the Sixers. So is it like is it possible the Sixers gave him the permission to do so? Like maybe. But... That's obvious tampering. And so since the Sixers were docked uh, picks last year for tampering, like I think the NBA should look into it. Yeah, just hold the, hold the, yeah, so the that's Rockets number accountable. One. Number two, I really do believe Maury promised him something. Sure. Well, then if you think that, like, how can you be mad at James Harden? I'm James not Harden, mad at James Harden, not but, you, I'm but I'm glad. saying the fans. I'm, fans are like, he's, he's a loser. Like, he's selfish. Like, blah, blah, blah. He, was, he took, like, $12 million less dollars, which, you know, Hero. we can— Twelve million dollars is a lot of dollars. When, when you've made the amount of money, he's made, I, I I disagree. I like so he was gonna make like forty five, I think it was, and he went to thirty seven. Like um, I don't, know, I can't. Man, do I wonder. Math. I wonder if he's gonna be able to make it. Well, but what percentage is that? Like I don't know. Let's say I know. I, I understand fifteen percent pay cut for like, us. It sounds absurd. Exactly. But, when, but imagine like, if your boss said to you, "All right, Jack, take a fifteen percent pay cut this year, and I promise you next year I'll give you a twenty percent raise." I agree. You'd be furious. Yeah, but I'm. Yeah. but. My main takeaway is I'm glad Maury did it. I'm glad Maury did and, it. I know he's a liar. I don't care. Right. Whatever. So, so I'm okay with him not doing it too, and I think it was the right decision. Where I think Harden then gets more reason to be mad is like, so A, according to Harden, Maury screwed him out of a lot of money, which I think is messed up. But then Maury just doesn't talk to him under the guise of like tampering. After so, they lose again in the in the playoffs? Yeah, like, after the, the, the that was the funniest tradition. thing when, when uh, James is like, yeah, every year after we lost in the playoffs, Maury used to talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> it was an annual tradition. Yeah. All right, yeah. yeah. But I just look, I know it doesn't matter anymore. It is what it is. But I just really do believe James Harden got screwed out of money. I do. And that's fine. But, I, but at the same time, I'm But also- then he has the right to act the way he did, is my point. If you believe he was cheated out of money and Maury stopped talking to him, like then he has every right to be mad at Maury and to leave. I do believe James Harden wanted well, it could to also, stay. It uh, could also have been ownership. I mean, ownership. Regardless, more it's Maury's job to make, like, especially when Maury has a relationship with the guy, to yeah. make sure that it doesn't get to that point. And I'm proud of Daryl Maury. I don't care they lied. I'm glad he did it. The, it. Paying James Harden the max would have been a disaster for the franchise. But I think there were ways to handle it where you're not paying him the max and you don't burn the bridge. Yeah, but he burned the bridge. I mean, yeah. Well, to your point, like Maury did what was in the best interest of the Sixers, which I'm I'm glad because yeah. I was I was and worried that he was not operating in the best interest of the Sixers. I thought he's operating in the best interest of him and James Harden. Now, do you think? That this interview is going to impact the Sixers' ability to get another star. Uh, when that, we just did a whole segment on like guys they could trade for, like whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, do you think it's going to impact their ability to get a star? I don't think that James Harden is. I don't. I don't know if he has that. If he has that juice, I guess anymore. Like, okay, but but also, if you're another player, 
I think you could look at it also like, well, why would they pay you the max? I mean, you, I, well, I think the the more concerning thing would be like, are players and agents going to trust Maury? Like, maybe it doesn't matter. It, I'm just, I just don't know if it matters. I mean, because yeah. it ultimately comes down to money. If you get traded here, they can offer you more than anything. Yeah. Um, and I think that the rest of like, I think, I think this will blow over. Because I think I think well, kind of blew like it wasn't even a big deal, really. Well, it's funny because everything is well, it's a business, right? Right. And then the second it's like, well, hold on, we're friends, is all of a sudden not a business. So, well, I think like I just think Maury mishandled it personally. I think like and look, I'm someone that's afraid of conflict. I feel like Maury just didn't want to give James Harden the bad news. And he's he touching your rib right now? <laughs> just stretching it. <laughs> okay. Um. So I think Maury didn't want to give James the bad news and was like, I'm just gonna kind of lay low on this one. Yeah. I think it's kind of messed up. Yeah. All right. But well, but how do you feel about the fact that he's running the Sixers? I feel not, I, I I think he's doing a good job and everything, but, but it like, makes me but it makes me happy that he saw he was able to use his eyes and see that that's not someone that I want to give him max to. Right. And I know my relationship with him and like Daryl Morey essentially threw away a relationship within a he, Hall of Famer. He, he basically ghosted hard. For the Sixers. Yeah. Which, that makes me feel good that he cares about the Sixers more than he cares about his relationship. I know it, it, if it does impact their ability to get a star, sure, that's mm -hmm. a big deal. But I still think when you have the assets, and like, I, I don't think a player is going to get to just sign here and it's going to be all, you know, it's going to be great. Because like, what NBA player just signs elsewhere yeah. for like a full max? It, yeah, I mean, I think ultimately it's going to be a so trade much, regardless. Yeah, and also they'll have so much money to offer that. Oh, and also, let's say they somehow draft a star. Well, he's drafted here. He's in the organization. Yeah. He isn't the, the Daryl Morey, James Harden thing. I think this it'll eventually blow over as long as James Harden stops talking. Well, about and it. to your point, I do think that Morey. Um, I think that Harden's the way players view Harden around their league. Like, I think they like Harden. I'd be curious to know how many players take him like seriously. You know, in terms of like, this is somebody that I'm going to listen to on his opinion of a franchise. Just be, you know, yeah. I, I think people like Harden. They like, like hang out with him. And I think he's a good teammate. I, I'd be curious if they are like, let me call James Harden to see what he thinks of the Sixers. I don't think people view him as a winner. Yes. It's as simple as that. Right. Um, Even though he's won a ton in his career. Won a ton of yeah. things that don't matter. But yes, like um, the NBA Cup. Um, <laughs> the Clippers aren't still in it. They can't possibly be, right? Uh, nah, no. No, no, no. I think it's, I think it's Lakers. I think it's. Lakers, Suns, Kings, Pelicans last night. Well, here's the crown as the uh, official NBA Cup expert of the pod. Me? Well, yeah, you just named yeah. all the teams. Yeah. Well, listen. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was watching again until late, yeah. late at night last night. Yeah. Uh, Washington, Atlanta this week. Uh, Got to go 2 0. If they don't. Yeah, problems. Yeah, season might be over. Yeah. If, if Ubre doesn't come out and score 30. I didn't need 30. I just want him to look like the old Ubre. The old Ubre. Yeah. <laughs> that was here for <laughs> from the month eight ago games, or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Um. Either way, <laughs> we'll be back eventually. Yes. Uh. You got any 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 interesting final thoughts for the podcast today? Um. So none sports related, but someone asked me an interesting question at a party, and I'm curious for your perspective on it. Okay. Would you use your significant other's toothbrush? Uh. No. I wouldn't either. I think, I, but I have probably. Used but what's it. crazy is like it's your significant other. Like. Yeah, but so. So it's like, I, I don't think I would either. Nah, I'd just rather go get a new. Now, if I was like, obviously, like, there was no ability to I go get a toothbrush. I would, and to be clear, this is not a shot at Kristen, who's very clean. But like, I would almost rather not brush my teeth. Like I'd use like my finger and a tooth and toothpaste. Yeah, I don't know. I, it just I, feels I, invasive, I, which is crazy because it's my wife. I like, know. And I just, I'm not a huge, I'm not a, a big germ guy, even though the, the, we do share germs right. mostly. But. I probably wouldn't. All right, so that was my final thought. My final thought is, and I hope there's no you know, kids listening to this podcast. And if you're listening with your kids, I'm sorry. Earmuffs. Yeah. Curious where this just is going take this, for that. Take this whole thing off. Um, like, I just, like Santa. <laughs> okay, here we go. It's, just, it's, it's quite a bit that we've been able to pull off as a, as a society. So, because now. Well. Now, Look at who we're tricking. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> we're I not mean, tricking what? the smartest parts what? of society. I mean, Most people that think Santa are, are real can't read. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, I was like a 10, I think, when I found out. I could read. No shot that. you were 10. I'm 100% was 10. You, I would be shocked if you were I was were an like, only child, so who's going to tell me? My brothers and sisters? I mean, I, guess. I remember exactly where I was. I was driving down the road. My mom Dude, told well, me. aren't you in like fourth grade when you're 10? Dude, don't worry about it. Okay, like, were you in, in class being like, hey, no, guys, my mom told me it was coming tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Grow up, man. Yeah. Grow up, man. I'm pretty sure I was 10. If okay. I had to guess, I was 10. 
That seems old. <laughs> that seems a bit old. It's it probably was. In Santa. But like, so so what what made me think about this is obviously you know you know Walker's here, right? And I'm gonna have to start just lying to him about <laughs> yeah. Santa. Right. Um, well, at least I I mean I think he's probably what two years away from even understanding. I feel like I feel like this year this time next year he'll be almost two. Be over one and a half. So like I think he, he'll get at least a little bit of that. <laughs> so got, we'll start lying. He got to eight him. more years. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, but like so we're at the the Westchester Christmas Parade on on Friday, right? And like the last float is Santa, and he's on top of you know <laughs> Jack's like this fraud. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What does he want? Yeah. Um, what does he want? <laughs> yeah. But but like he's coming down the the road, and all these kids start acting like they're seeing the Beatles, and right. and Taylor's like, oh my god. They, well, it's like, but it's do you like, think how many of those kids do you think he's real? I like, think, like um, dude, they're acting like he was a rock star. It's like, why? Explain to me why you think Santa's there in in Westchester. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying like the people that think Santa is real are like, you could convince them of anything. I'm just saying it's a pretty impressive bit yeah. that like every year we convince, and they're all like. They're just, they're just like, oh, Santa's gonna definitely show up my house. Well, tonight. I feel like kids, if they wanted, could pull a major like, "You teach me not to lie." Oh yeah, no, you can and always turn it back on the parents. You've been lying around. Well, but know? and think about how much parents guilt their kids about Santa. Right. Like you know, like oh, if you're not good, Santa's right. not gonna come. You're gonna get coal in your stocking. It's I, just like it's it's impressive. Also, I, I was thinking about this: Has Mariah Carey top Santa yet or no? For well, the, the face of Christmas. Have you heard like so? I think "All I Want for Christmas" by Mariah Carey is the best song of all time. Yeah, I just I I've heard it too much. I'm I'm out. It's the best song of all time. It's either that or "Happy Birthday." In terms of like most successful songs, like I don't think it's close. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you thought about that? The Mariah Carey. No, thing? the "Happy Birthday." Like at least two years. But who owns "Happy Birthday"? I don't know. Do you think "Happy Birthday" is a song that people know the most words to in the world? Like I I would argue every single person well, yeah, everyone that knows can every talk. word to it exactly is there any other song could you like sing that? happy birthday right now yeah do you know every word to happy birthday what about the alphabet i would hope song? so the alpha isn't that just the alphabet <laughs> is there an alphabet song <laughs> a b c yeah that's not a song that's just the <laughs> alphabet on. it's a song do you think more people you sing it right you sing you sing the abcs yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay so it's a song all right <laughs> i i think the happy birthday is a bigger song which is a bigger song the I alphabet think- song or happy birthday Happy birthday to you. I would probably say, <laughs> I'd probably say, well, happy birthday gets sung multiple times every day across the world. Yeah, but you also, AB. <laughs> <laughs> When's the last time you, what have you sang more recently? You probably sing happy birthday at least twice a year. When's the last time you sang the alphabet? Straight through. <laughs> like probably when I was five. That's what, yeah, yeah. But when you, you feel- found out Santa wasn't real, you're just rocking in your chair at home. All right, we have to wrap this up. This is A B C. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, All right. <laughs> another dynamic podcast. Uh, well, if you ever come back again, <laughs> yeah, it's been fun. <laughs> we, uh, we appreciate it. You enjoyed listening. <laughs> this has been another very on-topic oh, version gosh. of Labyrinth. <laughs> we'll see you soon. Oh,